my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans, how's everyone doing? Well, today I'm doing another birthday themed episode where I am reviewing an episode in honor of a Full House cast, Full House Fuller House cast member who has a birthday April 6th. Of course, I am referring to Candace Cameron Bure, and the episode I decided to cover for her birthday in honor of her birthday is Season 2, Episode 10 of Fuller House, New Kids in the House, which aired December 9th, 2016. Of course, I am your host, Angela Bowen, of the Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone been doing so far? How's your mark? I cannot believe we're literally just about done with March. It's amazing. This time is flowing a little bit, a little bit. Um, if you've listened to the last couple podcasts, I've mentioned that I am currently in a hotel at the moment while my apartment is being worked on due to the Texas snowstorm. So yeah, that's been going on. I've been doing some podcasts here and there. Right now, everything's just kind of up in the air for, you know, once I get settled back in my apartment, I will resume episodes once I get into my podcast vibe again, because I'm not there yet, so. But, I mean, honestly, it's not been so bad. I actually went and saw, I'm actually going to be seeing a second movie. I'm going to be seeing Godzilla... Is it, I can look it up. Godzilla versus Kong? Godzilla versus Kong. Yep, okay. Now, I did not see Godzilla King of Monsters. I actually did buy that on Blu-ray. I think it was like over a year ago on Black Friday. And I didn't pack it with me. So I gotta wait until we get moved back into the apartment. So before I can watch that. But I'm like... I'm sure any details of the first movie, they'll throw in some tidbits in the sequel, right? Isn't that usually, they tend to try to keep, you know, um, catch people up who are like, oh, I didn't have time to see the first one. Oh, I'm sure they'll fill me in in the, in the sequel. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting, you know, I, the mall's right next to the hotel that we're staying at. I've been to the Disney store a handful of times now. I've gotten a bunch of different face masks with Disney characters. I've gotten a couple stuffed animals from the Disney store. I've also gotten a couple bears from Build-A-Bear Workshop, Harry Potter themed. I finally got to go to the library since I got my library card back in September when we first moved to Texas. And the library, of course, was closed. They finally reopened, so I was able to do that. And I am just, I'm looking forward to summer and just kind of, 
waiting um, on the whole job front thing. Um, apparently my job, really, it's just, it's not the right time. And it's not the right job for me. So this summer I'm going to be focusing on finding something that brings me happiness. You know, living in a new state and everything. So i am really been working on that. I think maybe volunteering at the library might help. Because, you know, I always either wanted to work in a, in a bookstore or maybe volunteer at the library. And I think maybe that might help me. So I'm just... Uh, Kind of focus on myself this this summer and everything, and just you know, start getting back into shape for my health. But that's pretty much about me. Um, Quinn is doing good. I'm sure she's anxious to get back to the apartment instead of being in like one room <laughs> for over a month. Yeah, we're all kind of feeling the pinch of we kind of want to get out of here. I mean, the perks of having a theater and a mall right right next door to the hotel is cool and all, but if you've stayed in a hotel for, like, this length of time, it does kind of wear on you, but, um, yeah, that's the update on me, so, uh, yeah, the first movie I would have seen in the theater here would have been Raya and the Last Dragon, which I loved that movie, I can't wait to see it again when it eventually comes on Disney Plus for just anyone to view where you don't have to pay 30 bucks for it, so... All right, let's talk about the episode that I'm going to be covering today in honor of Candace Cameron Bure's birthday. So in this episode, Kimmy and Stephanie have an epic surprise planned for DJ's 39th birthday, which is interesting because I will be turning 39 in August. Wow. Last year, my 30s coming up. Whew. <laughs> but... Apparently things don't go to pl as planned for, yeah. But then again, what is a birthday without some things not going right, right? I mean, you could plan for anything and everything possibly going wrong and still something could come up. So that's just the unpredictability of life. All right, so of course we got our guest stars. We got... The New Kids on the Block, if you might guess by the title, New Kids in the House. We got Jonathan Knight, Jordan Knight, Joey McIntyre, Donnie Wahlberg, Danny Wood, and the driver of the limo, played by Jim Titus. This episode was directed by Richard Cruell, writer Jeff Franklin, Boyd Hale, Marsh McCall, Kate Spurgeon, and Edie Fay. So we got guys and girls working on this episode. That's awesome. Now this person, Boyd Hale, was a producer on Full House. And it's kind of funny, his name, Boyd Hale. Remember Michelle's friend Derek? His last name was Boyd. And we all know that Steve's last name is Hale. So I kind of wonder if those two last names came from that guy. That's interesting. So... Let's see. We do have trivia. Jordan Knight and Dave Coulier appeared together on The Surreal Life. Donnie Wahlberg was unable to join his New Kids on the Block bandmates for this episode as he was filming his show Blue Bloods at the time. Max Ramona mentioned Lori Laughlin by name. Lori plays Aunt Becky. Let's see. 
This is not the first time a new Kids on the Block song appeared in the series. The song, the song, The Right Stuff, which is performed in this episode, also appeared in the pilot. Yes, we're talking about Fuller House for a second. I'm like, full house. Like. <laughs> DJ celebrates her 39th birthday in this episode. Okay. Uh, 14th appearance of Dr. Harmon. Because somebody is clearly keeping track. Matt's a cool guy, though. Alright, so we got soundtrack. We got, Please Don't Go Girl. You got it. The right stuff. And those are the songs they perform. My history with New Kids on the Block. My sister had the cassette. So that's how I was introduced to that kind of music was through my sister. Uh, you know, Tiffany, New Kids on the Block, Paula Abdul, Janet Jackson... You know, that's how I was introduced to that kind of music. And do you remember um, when stores, they still have, when you go out to where, like, the carts are, the grocery carts are, they'll, or even in the store now, they'll have those little machines where you put a quarter in and out pops something. Well, back in the late 80s, early 90s, um, I put a quarter in one of those things, and they had new kids on the block, like, pins or buttons and I remember the one I got said I love Joey and I think I mean I was eight years old at the time <laughs> I don't think I loved any of the you know I didn't think that way about them but I mean Joey McIntyre was the youngest of the group so clearly I was going to gravitate oh oh I just thought of it okay a Christmas gift I got when I was like nine or ten it might have been nine anyway Remember, uh, if you grew up in the 80s and early 90s, fashion plates, go Google, go um, look on YouTube and just type in New Kids on the Block fashion plates. I had one of those. And it was cool. You know, you had your pieces of paper that you, and you put like the, the, the head, the clothes, the pants and everything. You do your own little plate designs and stuff. And then you like move the thing over it to like make a sketch of it and then you can color it in with the colored pencils that's provided yeah I had one of those it was pretty cool you know and I remember watching uh this episode of Fuller House and I thought nah, it's pretty cool I liked it new kids on the block but definitely I mean if you've read Andrea Barber who plays Kimmy if you've read her book full circle she mentions how she and Jodie Sweetin were big big fans like monster fans of new kids on the block so that was kind of a connection for for them i mean you know andrea got along with you know candace and stuff but she really she and jody really gravitated towards very similar interests so they really clicked that way yeah if you haven't read andrea's book full circle go out and get it because it it is really good. It's really eye-opening, not just with her time on Full House, but also her her background growing up, going on auditions and everything, but also what happened, that span of time that happened after Full House ended and before Fuller House got started. There is a lot more to Andrea Barber than just her role as Kimmy Gibbler. Yes, I really highly recommend you pick up her book if you haven't read it yet.
Also, Jody Sweeten's book, Unsweetened, is really good, too. So, of course, if you are new to the podcast, I want to welcome you along on the Tanner Train. Welcome, welcome. So, how I do things, if like I said, if you're new, is I do not go episode by episode. I don't go season by season. That's not how I do this podcast. I choose a theme. I choose a couple, two, about two to three episodes based on a theme or a character. And that's how I do episodes. And I just, I thought it was fun to just kind of take that idea and just run with it. Another thing about this podcast is that there are quite a few podcasts on Full House and Fuller House. Some of them are not appropriate for younger ears. My podcast is because I wanted a podcast out there where parents could listen to with their kids or with their kids in the room and not be worried about expletives being thrown out and, you know, F-bombs and what have you. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be a podcast about Full House that could be shared with everybody. Also, if you want to support the podcast, I don't do Patreon. I don't ask for money. All I ask is that if you got a minute, jump on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Search Full House Podcast that all my Atlanta Holy Chalupas podcasts will pop up. <laughs> if you could leave a review, that would be amazing. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other Full House fans and Fuller House fans like yourselves. Also, if you want to get yourself heard on the podcast, I more than welcome you guys sending emails, talking about your favorite characters of either Full House or Fuller House, your favorite moments of either show, your favorite ki- your f- top 10 moments of the show, top 10 episodes, or if you think that you could write an episode better, like, oh, I think this would have been better if this had happened. I want to hear about it, definitely. Send me an email at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. I always put the uh, the email address at the end of the episode description on SoundCloud. And then I will read it on the podcast. So I do plan actually to get back into doing trivia. So that way you guys can also get a shout out on the podcast if you get the trivia question right for the episode. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into New Kids in the House. Alright, so we come out of the intro. We got DJ walking down the stairs with Tommy, who's a toddler. He's about two at this point. And she asked Tommy, Tommy, can you believe that I am 39 years old today? I don't I know. I don't look a day over 17. And I love Tommy's reaction. He looks at her like, yeah, right, Mom. Who do you think you're fooling? I love DJ. She's like, don't give me that look. Just go with it. (laughs) Candace Cameron does look, oh, oh, my goodness, she looks amazing. She's gorgeous. I love her hair. Just, oh, and her makeup. I normally don't comment on the makeup because I don't wear it, and I'm not really a big makeup fan. But it's very... It's very good. It's it's not over you know overdone or too too much. It's just it's just right. 
So DJ goes into the kitchen with Tommy, and she's like, oh, I told you. And everyone looks at her and yells, get out. Because they're setting up, you know, they got balloons. We got Max uh, with the helium tank. I'm not sure what Jackson's, he's doing something on the floor. Looks like Stephanie is wrapping a gift. And we got a happy birthday letter banner, which... Is that Ramona? That might be Ramona up there. And then I'm not sure what... Kimmy is doing something to the left. But the space between the door to the backyard and the stairwell going down the stairs. But, yeah. Why is it... It seems like that's been done on shows before where the character's birthday's coming up. They say, don't throw me a party. Don't give, make me a cake. I don't want any presents. And then when the people don't do it, they're like, but why? Why didn't you? That happened in an episode of Mr. Belvedere. He didn't want a kid. He didn't want any of that. Danny from the 30th, you know, the big 3-0 back in season one. He's like, no, I don't want a kid. I don't want a party or, or any of that stuff. And then they throw him. like, I said no party. Like, come on. You know, I think they, they it's just like that for people just want that extra attention like i know i said i didn't want a party but throw me one anyway oh so she says i told you all to ignore my oh, oh my goodness hold on a second when they say get out either dashiell or fox whichever one dj is holding of the message twins when they scream get out his face crumbles like he is about to cry. He actually is crying. She takes him out. I'm sure the, <laughs> the baby did not expect people to scream, get out. Not like that, but get out, you know, and it's just, oh, poor little guy. <laughs> then DJ whirls around if she goes through the door and comes out. I like Kara Keek. And they're like, get out. Like, can you please stop scaring Dashiell or Fox? I don't know any toddler that would appreciate being... I know it's a show, but I I don't know anyone that would want someone shouting at or in the vicinity. Can you believe your mom is 39 years old today? I know. I don't want the day over 17. <laughs> you give me that look, just go with it. Oh, I told you all to ignore my mom. <laughs> oh, that was Fernando on the ladder. So, yeah, DJ complains, like, hey, I thought we said, we agreed no party this year. And they're like, no, you agreed. And DJ's like, well, why did you nod your head when I said it? And Kimmy's like, oh, I have a medical condition. Nodding neck syndrome. Yeah, right, sure, Kimmy. So, Stephanie found underneath DJ's bed a secret dream board of things that DJ must do before she turns 40. One of them looks like going to Paris. Uh, there is <laughs> skydiving, of course. DJ has a fair fight, which I get that. I have one, too, a little bit. Um... And also skydiving, and she said something about a fear of planes, which 
she must get over that when they fly to um, Japan for Steve and CJ's almost wedding. Also, Ryan Gosling's on there. <laughs> Something about having coffee with Ryan Gosling. Which, oh yeah, that could happen. Uh-huh, sure. But most importantly, she wants front row tickets to New Kids on the Block. Well, when Stephanie brings out that dream board, <clears throat> excuse me, DT's like, how did you find out where that was located unless you read my diary? Now, if you're a fan of Full House and you've seen all the episodes, you know since season two or three, Stephanie has been always going after DJ's diary, her journal, always reading. She was even a cold open that had Stephanie reading the diary to, Mich to Michelle when DJ had her own room. Yeah. So her doing it as an adult should be no different. Like, oh yeah, you used to do that a lot when we were growing up. I see some things never change. Yeah, DJ's like, that was hidden under my bed. And Kimmy's the one that spills the beans. Like, oh, well, if you wanted to keep it a secret, you shouldn't have wrote about it in your diary. Apparently, <laughs> I can't believe DJ is so surprised that, like, oh, you read my diary, Stephanie. And Stephanie's like, well, it helps me sleep. So, yeah, we do get a close-up shot of the dream board. We see DJ's things to, I must do, must is in all caps, do B, the letter B, and the number four, I turn 40. There is, let's see, be grateful. What's this one here? Um, What's that word? Go, oh, go skydiving. There's something that says love. There's coffee with Ryan Gosling. Live your dreams. Say, oh, love with all your heart. Um, what's that one over there? Wishing something. Wishing and I believe. I don't know. Whoever put the board together, I mean, it's not bad. I could think of something better, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I'm not hugely creative, but it serves its purpose as a prop on the show. So, yeah, Kimmy takes the dream board from Stephanie, and she starts critiquing DJ's dream, starting with the skydiving. Like, skydiving? Oh, please. And DJ's like, but I'm going to do it. I just, I have to get over my fear of heights and planes. And a man attached to my back. Then we move on to the next one. Coffee with Ryan Gosling. And it's like, yeah, it could happen. And Stephanie's like, oh, I wouldn't mind, mind Ryan Gosling attached to my back. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. But number one on the DJ dream board is front row seats to new kids on the block. The audience goes wild. Woo! And... DJ says, of course, I'm their biggest blockhead, which Andrea Barber did use that term for referring to herself as a New Kids on the Block fan, which is a blockhead. I'm sure there are other names for other bands or singers that people refer to when they refer to themselves as a big fan. Like, I think for Josh Groban... 
Did, I think, I'm trying to think if people refer to them, some ladies refer to themselves as, like, Grobanites or something like that. I mean, I'm a fan of Josh Groban. I have been since 2002, 2003, but I'm not obsessed with him. <laughs> I just enjoy his music. Apparently, there's a New Kids on the Block concert that night, as Kimmy is like, oh, what are these? And she pulls out three long pieces of paper, three front row tickets to New Kids on the Block, their concert tonight. And DJ is just, there's no worth. I mean, she is so excited. And it's, that can't, that doesn't even cover it. She starts screaming, oh my Lanta, oh my Lanta, oh my Lanta. And Stephanie's like, wow, a triple my Lanta? I haven't heard one of those since your wedding night. What? <laughs> I love the look that DJ gives Stephanie, like, what? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> and uncomfortable. So DJ is like, Kimmy, where did you get these? And Kimmy says, no, I don't want you to think about how much they cost. Let's just say my kidney is no longer my own. Oh, Kimmy. And DJ's like, oh, you guys are the best. And Kimmy says, well, we love you. I mean, you've been my best friend since I was five. And Stephanie says, yeah, you've been my best friend since I was born. So DJ's like, oh, it's hugging time. And they all hug. And she's like, I got to get ready for tonight. You guys are the best friends ever. I feel like a teenager again. And then she starts going up the stairs, and she stops, and she says, Oh, except one of my knees crack on the, click on the stairs. So Stephanie takes the tickets from Kimmy, and on closer ex inspection, she says, asks Kimmy, why do these tickets say New Kids on the Clock? Yeah, Stephanie immediately notices those tickets look off somehow. And when she asks, like, why do these tickets say New Kids on the Clock? And Kimmy tells, well, Kimmy tells Stephanie, it's like, oh, I'm sure that's just a misprint. Misprint or not, you are not taking those tickets to the venue, and you're not getting into that concert. So Stephanie asks Kimmy, like, Kimmy, where did you get these tickets? And Kimmy says, I found a guy online. And Stephanie says, these tickets are counterfeit. And Kimmy takes the tickets back and is like, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, that is the last time I trust a guy whose office is a gas station bathroom. That is nasty. Never, ever, ever would I. I've only been in one gas station bathroom that was the best gas station bathroom. The luxurious, luxury gas station bathroom I have ever been in in my life. Hands down. Best bathroom which beats any employee bathroom I ever went in as an employee of any job. When she says a gas station bathroom, it's just, I think, just grody, gross, dirty, flies, like, buzzing around and just nastiness. And Kimmy's like, oh, man, what are we going to do? And Stephanie tells her, like, hey, I guess we have to tell DJ the truth. I mean, but DJ's so happy. She's so excited. DJ comes out onto the stairs and says, I love you guys so much. Best birthday ever. I don't like this lighting cue because it looks like there is a spotlight on DJ. Because the back 
behind her is dark, and it's just, like, the light that they shine. It's like she has a literal spotlight on her, and it just looks weird. And Kimmy just looks at Stephanie, and she's holding the ticket still. Okay, so what else you got? Now, clearly telling her the truth is not going to work. I Where's your Mona? I to no party this year. You agreed, not us. <laughs> what, you nodded when I said it. I have a medical condition. Oh, come on, Kimmy. Nodding neck syndrome. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> Look, we found your secret dream board of things you want to do before you turn 40. Hey, that was hidden under my bed. <laughs> if you wanted to keep it a secret, you shouldn't have said where it was in your diary. <laughs> you read my diary. It helps me sleep. She's been doing that for years, Deej. So, these are your dreams. Skydiving? Oh, please. <laughs> I'm gonna do it! As soon as I get over my fear of heights. Uh-huh. And planes. Mm -hmm. And a man attached to my back. Oh, my goodness. Coffee with Ryan Gosling? It can happen! Sure. I wouldn't mind Ryan Gosling attached to my back. <laughs> but number one on the DJ Tanner dream board, front row seats to New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm their biggest blockhead. <laughs> Three front row seats for tonight. Sweet. Wow, a triple my Lanta? I haven't heard one of those since your wedding night. Whoa. <laughs> how did you get these? Now, I don't want you to think about how much they cost. Let's just say my kidney is no longer my own. Oh, wow. Oh, you guys are the best. <laughs> oh, we love you. You've been my best friend since I was five. Yeah, and you've been my best friend since I was born. Aww. Oh, it's hugging time. Yes. Oh, I have to go pick up my outfit for tonight. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 uh. I feel like a teenager again. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, no. Kimmy, these tickets look funny. And why do they say new kids on the clock? Oh, Kimmy! I'm sure that's just a misprint. Where did you get these? I found a guy online. Oh. These tickets are counterfeit. Kimmy! Are you kidding me? Oh. That's the last time I trust a guy whose office is a gas station bathroom. That's disgusting, Kimmy. I guess we have to tell DJ the truth. I love you guys so much. Best birthday ever! <laughs> well, what else you got? Alright, now we move to the kitchen. We got Ramona frosting cupcakes and Jackson asking a question that it's just like, really? As he asks, how are we going to fit 39 candles on one cupcake? And Ramona stops frosting and just looks at him with a raised eyebrow. Like, really? And Ramona says, we're not. <laughs> and Jackson is like, but that's how old he is. Okay, I think at some point in time, I use the number candles I have for a long time. The only time I ever had candle candles on my cake based on my age, would have been 
I think I stopped before age 16. I honestly, I, I think I, did I? I swear I didn't have them after age 16. But I honestly can't remember. I know that, yeah, I think I just got the um, number ones. It's a lot easier. You don't have to, like, clean off all those candles. And Max just points his finger at Jackson and says, You know nothing about women. So Fernando comes in carrying a large, it looks like a big poster board blown up foot. You can't really, you can't see what it is because it's wrapped in a satin cloth or draped with a satin cloth and a yellow bow on it. And Fernando is just so excited and then he starts speaking in Spanish rapidly according to the subtitles. And of course Fernando turns, he's like, oh, not to boast or anything, but my gift to DJ, my birthday gift to DJ is going to make your gifts look like chopped liver. So the kids just kind of look at him like, uh, whatever, Fernando. Kimmy comes down the stairs into the kitchen, shouts for Stephanie, and Stephanie's like, oh, did you get three more tickets? And Kimmy tells her, oh, I, I got much better. I got us a meeting with new kids on the block. Or <laughs> Steph's got to throw some shade. Oh, are you sure you don't just mean new kids on the clock? <laughs> So, Kimmy is going to ask New Kids on the Block for front row tickets. Do they have control over getting more tickets for their concert? I didn't think that's how that worked. Plus, they can say, hey, we're New Kids on the Block. We want to invite these three people who don't have tickets. If you don't let them in, we won't be performing the concert. I don't know. I mean, maybe they can. And Kimmy says... I'm president of the Blockheads for New Kids Fan Club International. Really? Interesting. Do you remember as a teenager for those that read like Bop Magazine or Sixteen Magazine or Teen Beat? There would be like addresses you could write to to become like or to join a fan club for a particular teen movie star like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Devin Sawa. You know, all of those other times. I mean, those were the two biggest names in the mid to late 90s were JTT and Devin Sawa. Now, I like JTT, but I love Devin Sawa. Some stores even had, like, newsletters you could subscribe to as well and get, like, info about what movies they were working on or going to work on or their, find out what their favorite food is or their favorite color or favorite movie. It seemed like a lot of those teen magazines, a lot of the stuff on the covers, the headlines would always be something like, oh, what does JTT look for in a girlfriend? Or what is the perfect date? What does he think the perfect date involves? Or something like that. Stephanie's like, you just made that up. And Kimmy says, they don't know that. So yeah, they are now on a mission to find new kids on the block and get tickets for the concert. How are we gonna fit 39 candles on one cupcake? <laughs> We're not. Well, that's how old she is. You know nothing about women. <laughs> this is so exciting. La pintora Marta Marinelli me hizo un retrato a mí. 
not to boast, <laughs> but my birthday present to DJ is going to make your gifts look like chopped liver. Let me guess, he got a picture of himself blown up, Stephanie! right? Kimmy! So, <laughs> did you find three more tickets? Better. I got us a meeting with new kids on the block. Are, are you sure you don't just mean new kids on the clock? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ask them for front row tickets. Because I'm president of the Blockheads for New Kids Fan Club International. <laughs> you just made that up. They don't know that. So now we're outside. We see a limo. And I thought it was like in a parking lot. And we see the driver sitting there. And we see the passenger window. Kimmy and Stephanie knock on the window. And Kimmy... It's like, oh, we have a meeting with new kids on the block. And the driver asks, what kind of meeting starts in a limo in traffic at a red light? And Kimmy says, you know, I was asking myself, I, was, I asked that very same question. So because the guy's got the passenger side window all the way down, Kimmy's able to unlock it because it's one of those old-fashioned... <laughs> you you pull the uh, lock lever thing up because it's, you know, just at the window. And she gets in and the guy's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Get out, 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 out. And <laughs> both Ste Kimmy and Stephanie slide in. And <laughs> the guy's like, I'm calling the police. And Kimmy grabs him, his phone and is like, not on this phone, you're not. And she tosses it out the window because the window is open. And she tells him to go fetch. Oh my goodness. So apparently this guy's phone is more important than protecting the new kids on the block, which are in the back. It's like, if you crack my screen, you're in real trouble. I think that guy's in real trouble. Of, I mean, he's not a bodyguard. He's just a limo driver, but still. So the limo driver is out getting his phone. And Kimmy slides into the driver's seat, locks the doors, puts the windows up, and she's like, hang on, Steph, this is about to get weird. And Stephanie is like, about to? She's like, are you decent boys? I hope not. And she puts down the window divider between the front and the back, and there's new kids on the block. So Kimmy starts screaming, like fangirling so hard. And I'm not going to scream into the microphone because I don't want to bust your eardrums. <laughs> but she's like, you guys don't know me. But I'm, and they all say, Kimmy Gibbler. So yeah, they've heard of her. <laughs> of course they have. <laughs> so yeah, Stephanie's like, how do you know her? <laughs> and <laughs> Kimmy's like, well, I may have followed the band on tour now and again. And it turns out she, like, broke into their hotel room and stole their laundry. And she was like, I wasn't stealing it. I was fluffing it and folding it and wearing it. Ew. Their underwear, right? Please say you didn't wear their underwear, Kimmy. So Kimmy asked where Donnie Wahlberg is. You know, the brother of Mark Wahlberg. And Joey McIntyre says, oh, he's solving a murder on Blue Bloods Friday. CBS, 10-9 Central. <laughs> Seems like an ad in an episode. <laughs> I never watched Blue Bloods, but I can see why they've written that in a lot as a joke for Max is really into Blue Bloods. 
<laughs> so Kimmy starts leaning in a little too close over the divider. Because she's like, anyway, I need a teeny tiny. And they're like, oh, she's coming in close to the divider. And they kind of get right up to their necks with the divider. And Stephanie's like, how rude. So Kimmy is very polite. She's, is there any way we could possibly get three front front row tickets for tonight's concert? And they're like, sorry, the show is completely sold out. So, yeah, I didn't think they had control over whether or not they could just magically make tickets appear just because they're the act that's going on. I mean, if the ticket's sold out for the venue, then it's sold out. So, since it's sold out, Kimmy's like, do you think maybe you could do a, you know, stop by the house on your, you know, since your sound check isn't until 5 o'clock? And they're like, yeah, we don't really stop by people's houses. Because, you know, they're talking about one of the biggest blockheads out there. It's like, that would, in her birthday, it's like, that would really make her birthday complete. Of course, Kimmy also mentions, did I mention that I'm president of the Blockheads for New Kids Fan Club International? And they're like, that doesn't exist. Like, you don't know that. <laughs> Kimmy's like, hey, would you mind swinging by our house? Singing happy birthday to your biggest fan? Yeah, and I'm not sure which new kid this is, but he's like, yeah, we really don't swing by houses on the way to shows. <laughs> Joey, who's sitting right next to him, is like, yeah, we don't do that. And Steph's, like, begging at this point. She's like, please, please, if you do us this one favor, I swear, Kimmy Gibbler will never bother you or your underwear again. So the new kids all have a huddle, and I immediately got the flashback of the Beach Boy bingo episode from season two, I believe. <laughs> yeah, where, remember, DJ won uh, tickets to go see the Beach Boys? And they're all like, because DJ didn't know who, you know, who, who her plus one she was going to take to the concert. And they're all like, all right, Beach Boy Huddle. And then they're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> the new kids don't do that. They don't do them, you know, the humming their song or anything like that. But they agree to, stop, you know, swing by the house. Apparently, Kimmy knows one of their, I think Joey McIntyre's, Soch number? Like, that is dangerous. I mean, I get it, it's just for the show, it's not his real Soch number. Oh my gosh, Kimmy could steal his identity. So Joey's like, hey, we're in, but only because she's crazy. <laughs> oh, you think she's crazy now? You should have seen her back in her full house days, guys. I mean, she was, woo! And her feet, whoo! And Kimmy's like, crazy for you, Joey McIntyre. She has social security number 01300060062. Oh my goodness. I love the guy sitting next to Joey McIntyre. Is looking at him like, what? And Joey's like, oh, oh, oh boy. I don't think you can just request a new social number, can you? I don't know if you can do that. How would you do that? Like, for those out there that get their social cards stolen... Or something happens, someone like gets their identity. What do you do? Can you request a new social number? So yeah, the close of the divider and Kimmy and Stephanie are sitting in the car in the limo still. And Stephanie's like, 
I can't believe they went for that. And Kimmy says, I can. Jordan has a thing for me. Which one's Jordan? Gosh, I can't tell. Hold on a second. Let me get it. Let me pull out IMDb so I can look at the guy's face. I know Joey because he's the youngest one. Let me see here. Okay, so that's Jordan. Wait, are there two? No, wait, that's Danny Wood. That's Donnie Wahlberg. That's Joey McIntyre. That's Jordan Knight. Oh, Jordan Knight and Jonathan Knight? Hmm. Maybe it was Danny Wood that was sitting next to Joey McIntyre. Jonathan Knight doesn't even have a picture. So Jordan and Jonathan are they cousins or brothers? I mean, I like I said, I listen to New Kids on the Block, but I'm not I don't know every single detail about them either, so yeah. <laughs> Soon as she says Jordan has a thing for me, the divider goes down again and Jordan says, No, I don't. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> starts at a red light in the middle of traffic. I asked the very same question. I'm calling the police right now. Not on this phone. Oh, if you crack my screen, you're in real trouble. Yeah, really. Are you decent boys? I hope not. <laughs> Hi guys. You don't know me, but I'm Kimmy. Yep. <laughs> Wait, how do you know her? Well, I may have followed the band on tour now and again. She got caught stealing some of our laundry from a hotel room. Ew. No. You don't know that. Sorry, girls. The show is completely sold out. <laughs> well, uh, we tried. Now, can you please release my head? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, how about this? Your sound check isn't until five. So, would you guys mind swinging by our house and singing happy birthday to your biggest fan? We really don't swing by houses on the way to shows. We don't do that. <laughs> Please, please, if you do us this one favor, I swear, Kimmy Gibbler will never bother you or your underwear again. New kids huddle. Hey, this makes me think of the Beach Boys huddle. And the Beach Boys bingo. All right, we're in. <laughs> but only because she's crazy. 
crazy for you, Joey McIntyre. Social security number 013-00. Whoa, Kimmy. I don't. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> so now we get back to the house, the kitchen. Jackson's got a jewelry box for DJ. He's like, I gotta wrap, wrap mom's jewelry box. But where's the key? And Max says, oh, I hid it someplace fun. I got the idea from watching a Hallmark movie starring Dean Cain and the delightful Lori Laughlin. Who we all know plays Aunt Becky. Okay, is it Lori Laughlin or Lori Laughlin? Because I've usually always heard Laughlin. And Ramona's like, yeah, I saw that. Dean had a diamond ring and a glass of champagne. And when Lori found it, and when Lori found it, she, she cried. <laughs> Ramona starts tearing up. Both Ramona and Max are really getting uh, worked up over this Hallmark movie. As Max is like... <laughs> It was her last chance for love. Jackson's just looking at them both like, you two are so weird. And Max is like, and she found it! And he starts crying. And they both, Ramona and Max, hug each other. Oh my goodness. Jackson is still looking at them like, oh my god. Doorbell rings, and both Ramona, Jackson, and Max are all like, it's always open! Okay, um, there are a couple good. Cannot talk. There are a couple goofs from this episode I wanted to throw in here real quick. When DJ, because we haven't gotten to the scene yet, but when DJ takes a bite of the cupcake, she forgets to remove the cupcake wrapper. That isn't really a goof. That's more of an observation. Continuity. DJ's birthday would be in December if you follow the sequence of events. In the original series, DJ's birthday was said to be February 9th, 1977. Ah, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you then. Yeah, I'm trying to find... There is a movie with Dean Kane and Jodie Sweden in, from 2013 called Defending Santa. Okay, I've looked it up. Is there a movie with Dean Kane and Lori Laughlin, a Hallmark film? I looked under Lori Laughlin. I looked under Dean Kane. They are in so many Hallmark films. I just... Don't know if they're in one together. I mean, does that... It doesn't even say under the trivia for this episode what the movie is called. Just that she is mentioned by name. So maybe it's, they don't even mention a title of a movie. They just say, oh, that one movie with Dean Cain and Lori Laughlin, which... <laughs> I don't know. Got a rat mom's jewelry box. Where's the key? I hid it someplace fun. I got the idea from a Hallmark movie starring Dean Kane and the delightful Lori Laughlin. I saw that. Dean hit a diamond ring and a glass of champagne, and when Lori found it, she... She cried. <laughs> so did I. It was her last chance for love. <laughs> and she found it. <laughs> it's 
So Matt and Steve come in. They both have a gift for DJ. They both are saying how DJ is going to love the gift I got her. DJ's going to go nuts. And Matt asked Steve what he, Steve got DJ for her birthday. He's like, oh, an old pillow I found on eBay. And if you're a Full House fan who's seen all the episodes, you know right away what that reference is. Matt just laughs it off. Like, <laughs> and he kind of lightly uh, punches Steve's shoulder. He's like, oh, you're serious. So at this point in season two, DJ and Matt are together. Luckily, she is able to stay friends with Steve, being he is now with CJ. She, and she, DJ comes down the stairs, she's like, oh, hi, guys. And they're like, oh, hey, happy birthday. She's like, thank you for coming. And Steve's like, oh, there's no way on earth we'd miss. And then DJ and Matt are kissing. <laughs> and Matt and DJ break apart, and Steve's like, oh, your big day. And Matt's like, oh, I, I really hope you're going to like mine. And Steve's like, yeah, I think you're really going to. And, of course, DJ and Matt go back to kissing. DJ is going to love my gift. She's going to go nuts. What'd you get her? Oh, uh, an old pillow I found on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're serious. Hi, guys. Happy hey. birthday. Happy Hi. birthday. Oh, look Thank at you. you for coming. Are you kidding me? There's no way on earth we'd miss. <laughs> Your big day. <laughs> I know you are going to love mine. And I really hope you're going <laughs> to... Like mine, too! Jackson pops his head in to the living room, and it's like, Hey, Mom, we're ready for your surprise party, so act surprise. And it, DJ goes into the kitchen, and everyone's like, Surprise! And she's like, What? I had no idea! <laughs> and she is like, she's overdoing it a bit. Like, oh my gosh, you guys are so sneaky. I had no idea. I mean, I almost had a heart attack. Like, okay, Deej, dial it down just a little bit. Jackson's like, Mom, don't overdo it. <laughs> Fernando's still with us. As he tells Matt and Steve, Gentlemen, I have to tell you that your gifts will pale in comparison to mine. I think, if I remember correctly, I think that Fernando got her a picture of himself. Which, okay. Steve says, you don't even know what our gifts are. And Fernando just says, well, yours are little and mine is big. Hey, it's not about the size of the present. It's the heart and love behind the gift. Am I right? Yeah. Fernando's like, size matters. Oh, sure, Fernando, whatever you say. They start singing happy birthday, and Max hands her a cupcake with a candle in it, with a lit candle in it, and DJ cuts them off like, oh no, we can't sing yet, and DJ's like, why? Kimmy's like, well, you never know who might show up. DJ blows out her candle after Kimmy gives her permission. So... Max is like, oh, here, open this present first. And Jackson says, well, it's for me, Max, Ramona, and Tommy. <laughs> but Jackson adds, although Tommy forgot, in quotes, to chip in. Well, he's two. He has no money. And, of course, we cut to Tommy, who's got a serious... He looks like he's kind of over it. Like, eh. I mean, he's not going to cry, but he's just, like, kind of perturbed. So she pulls out the jewelry box, and it's so beautiful. It's... 
really, it's a nice, shiny, just, oh, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful music box, I mean jewelry box, I'm sorry, <laughs> and she's like, where's the key, and Max is like, ah, yes, where is the key, you'll have to find it, oh, seriously, Max, where's the key? Let me guess, he forgot where he put it. So, yeah, it's Matt's turn, and she pulls out of the bag two Wilson tennis rackets. One is blue and one is pink, I guess, so they can play tennis together. I still have mine. I finally got rid of Jeremy's because we only played once, and he's got a bad shoulder. And Jeremy keeps asking why I don't get rid of mine. I'm like, because, yes, they made the trip from Michigan here to Texas because I wanted, I'm like, I don't want to get rid of mine because you never know when you might find a tennis court that you can just whack some tennis balls, right? If I get rid of that tennis racket, a tennis court is going to appear somewhere and I'm like, dang it, why did I get rid of the tennis racket? I could have used it. I mean, I got a bag for, I mean, I went all out when I got this tennis racket. I got a special bag. I got some tennis balls. I even had a Wilson, Sway Wilson sweat headband. <laughs> and even the wrist thing, too. This, the wrist sweat band whatever thing. Yeah, I even took a picture of myself holding. <laughs> I'll have to put that on Facebook one day or something. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I'm holding on to it. I'm not getting rid of it. And of course, she's like, oh, two tennis rackets. Thank you, honey. And she kisses him. And he's like, oh yeah, one of them's for me. Well, I kind of figured the blue one is for you. Steve hands her his gift. DJ squeals and screams, it's a pillow person. She got it, or Steve got it off eBay. I wonder what happened to her original one. Did she give it to one of the kids when they were little and they, like, tore it up or something? She turns to show the kids, and Jackson's like, wow, that's creepy. And DJ's like, no, it's not creepy. I had one just like this growing up. And you see Stephanie, like, putting a hand on Matt, like, I'm sorry. It's like, I get it. I mean, Steve was her first boyfriend, but, I mean, Matt is her boyfriend at this point. And he's kind of like, Steve, why would you go and do that? I get it for memory purposes and like, oh, cool, look at this. I got this thing that you had as a, as a kid. And I'm just like, that's something a boyfriend would do, not an ex-boyfriend who's trying to uh, upstage the current boyfriend, I guess. Okay, so we do find out what happened to the original pillow person. Steve's like, oh, I remember you were so sad when you lost yours at summer camp. What we know of Full House, when DJ has her own room, that pillow person in season 8 is there. So when in the world did she, unless, unless she was a counselor at a summer camp after season 7, when they went to Lake or Camp Lakota. Maybe. <gasps> because I swear she had that in season eight. Unless maybe my memory's not so good. Maybe she lost it at Camp Lakota. That could be. 
Maybe Steve remembers because he was also a camp counselor at Camp Lakota. I'm going to go with that. And she's like, oh, I cried for two weeks, but now I have another one. I'm like, yeah, but is it a new one or is it pre-owned? I don't know. Nothing wrong with pre-owned, but it's just someone's been putting their head on that. I would, I hope that he washed that when he got that from eBay. Like disinfected it, all that stuff. And she's like, oh, Steve, you know me so well. And she hugs him, and Matt's just like, wow, Steve, you really hit a home run. Steve kind of brushes it off, like, oh, well, you know, I mean, we go way back, so. And Fernando brings out his huge, looks like a portrait. He's like, enough pillow talk, I'm about to explode. He makes such a show of this, Fernando does. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, the gift you've all been waiting for. And he rips the bow off, and DJ's like, well, wait a minute, don't I get to unwrap? He's like, ah, 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 But it's her birthday, Fernando. Not yours. It's such a big production of, oh my, re revealing whatever this is. <laughs> DJ puts her hands up and says, like, uh, okay. She backs away. She says, the greatest gift ever given, and it's Fernando in a race car outfit, a painting, a portrait of him holding a giant silver medal trophy and his racing helmet in the in one hand. At first I thought it was like a space suit, but I'm like, I remember this picture is up in that attic when Max Ramona and Jackson are all like going through a lot of the family stuff and that picture is up there. I love how everyone's reaction, like Max has like got a hand to his forehead like, oh good grief. Ramona's got a hand over her mouth in surprise, and Kimmy just looks very confused. Like, what is this? Even Matt and Stephanie are like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. And DJ's like, well, but thank you, but why? <laughs> why would I want this picture of you? I mean, you can get it if it's Kimmy's birthday, but not DJ's. Fernando's all about the flair. He always has been all about the flair. Fernando's reasoning is because I won't be living here forever and now in a way I will be. Okay. And he even suggests that they hang it over the fireplace. That thing is too large to be hung over the fireplace. I'm sorry, Fernando, but no. Oh, Max, I love ya. <laughs> it's like, better yet, in the fireplace. <laughs> I love how Max and Fernando's gripes at each other are very similar to what Stephanie and Kimmy had in Full House. Or even you could go so far as to say Michelle and Gia's gripes at each other. So I guess to break that tension there, <laughs> Jackson's like, oh, here, Mom, here's your birthday cupcake. It's carrot cake, your favorite. Doorbell rings and... Kimmy and Stephanie like, oh, we'll get that, because they know who's at the door. And DJ's like, wow, they're sure excited about a doorbell. She bites it. Yeah, she does not even remove the wrapper, but then again, maybe she's eating the muffin top and not the stump, right? If you're a Seinfeld fan, you'll get that reference. Top of the muffin. <laughs> oh, I get it, because she bites down. She's like, ow! And Max is like, you found the key! And she also broke her tooth. Oh, good golly. And Max is so excited. He's like, are you going to cry like Lori Loughlin did in the Hallmark movie? And 
she's like, I think I'm gonna cry because I cracked my crown. She's 39. Okay, I know that not everyone's teeth are the same, and some people at certain times in their life get crowns on their teeth. And she is like, oh, this hurts so much. Oh, Max feels miserable now. Oh, no. And Steve's like, oh, are you okay? And DJ's like, no, that's what, oh, this hurts so much means. So she's like, I gotta go to my dentist. And Matt jumps on action, like, honey, I'll drive you. We'll call him on the way. I think you want to go and set up an appointment ahead of time. Like, I don't know any dentist that will see you the same day. You have to make an appointment. And poor Max is like, I'm sorry, Mom. And she's like, honey, don't worry about it, okay? I just want to get back in time for the new kids concert. And she and Matt leave, and Fernando's like, so we're done talking about my gift? Yes, Fernando. The only one talking about your gift is you, and the only one that cares about your gift is you. Great gesture, you know, it was a great idea, but I think you're more in love with that gift than anyone else's. Hey, Mom, ready for your surprise party, so act surprised. I can do that. <laughs> Surprise! What? I had no idea! Oh, you guys are so sneaky. You really got me this time. I almost had a heart attack. Come on, don't overdo it. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm obliged to tell you that your gifts will pale in comparison to mine. You don't even know what our gifts are. Yours a little money's big. <laughs> Size matters. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Oh, no, hey, stop. We can't sing yet. Why not? Uh, well, you never know who might show up. <laughs> now, blow out your candle. Hey. Open this present first. Mm. It's from me, Max, Ramona, and Tommy. Although Tommy forgot to chip in. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful jewelry box. Oh, where's the key? Yours at summer camp. So. Oh, I cried for two weeks, but but now I have another one. Oh, Steve, you know me so well. Wow, Steve, you really hit a home run. <laughs> oh, well, you know we we go way back, so. Uh-huh. Enough pillow talk. I'm about to explode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the gift you've all been waiting for. Don't I get? 
get to unwrap it? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> the greatest gift ever given. Well, thank you. But why? <laughs> because I won't be living here forever. And now, in a way, I will be. You should hang it over the fireplace. <laughs> Better yet, in the fireplace. Ah, here's a cupcake, Mom. It's a uh, carrot cake, your favorite. Oh. oh, look at that. Boy, they're sure excited about a doorbell. So, yeah, Stephanie calls from the living room for everybody to get in the living room because everyone's in the kitchen. And as soon as they open the door into the living room, Kimmy is standing on the inside doorstep or whatever you want to call it with new kids on the block. And Ramona, of course, is really excited because she says for like nine months while her while Kimmy was pregnant with her, that's all Kimmy played was New Kids on the Block. So she and Ramona basically fell in love with New Kids on the Block in the womb. <laughs> and when of course when they open the door, Kimmy's like, Happy birthday, because she's expecting to see DJ there. Ramona screams just like Kimmy did. Oh my gosh, it's New Kids on the Block! Uh, that's just, I'm not gonna do it. I don't want to hurt your eardrums. Exactly, Ramona's like, I love you guys. I've been listening to your music ever since I was in the womb. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I bet she has. I think, honestly, if I were gonna have a kid, I think the music I would play to them would definitely be Josh Groban. It would definitely be 90s country music, <laughs> also. The stuff that I grew up to listening. Weird Al, of course, you know, for Jeremy, because Jeremy loves Weird Al. So if I was pregnant with our kid, I would definitely play Weird Al Yankovic as, as well. <laughs> I just, I think that, well, yeah. I love her. I was like, I didn't really have a choice, but I actually liked it. So they think it's Ramona's birthday because they crowd around her and they start singing happy birthday to her. Kimmy breaks in and she's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop singing. It's not her birthday. <laughs> she's not the birthday girl. And Ramona's like, but I have a birthday coming up. Keep singing, boys. <laughs> so Steve explains to the new kids on the block and KOTB that DJ cracked a crown and Matt had to take her to the dentist. Stephanie's like, yeah, but this is her dream come true once in a lifetime moment, and she's not here to experience it. Uh. I love Stephanie's like, uh, you guys can wait, right? It's like, 
Well, they do probably got to get to a sound check, right? I mean, before they go on and everything. I mean, I'm sure they have all their entire catalog of music memorized. But even still, you got to make sure the instruments are working right, that the the area they're performing in, that the sound is good and all that stuff. I don't know how long that takes, but... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I love how, I love how Joey's like not Joey Gladstone, Joey McIntyre. He's like, um, not really. <laughs> like, no, we don't. We don't even have time to be here right now. Um, trigger real quick for anyone that goes is coping with any type of medical trigger, be it doctor, dentist, Kimmy's comments. She's like, I'm just forewarning you in case what I say next or what she says in the clip is going to trigger just be full aware. She says, well, it's just dental surgery. How long could it, that take? Uh, depending. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember when I had my uh, wisdom teeth out. Because <laughs> I had mine out at 19, the bottom ones, which they say that's really of the ones you're getting out the bottom ones are like the worst and the top ones I had out when I was like 23 24 so those really wasn't a big deal but I didn't think it took that long when I got the uh, upper ones out okay I'm guessing this guy's got to be Jordan that's standing next to Joey and he's like I don't know we um, we gotta go. I'm sorry. We can't, like, stand around here waiting for her. So both Stephanie and Kimmy bar the door. They're standing in front of it. Like, no, 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 no. You can't leave. So basically now the family is going to entertain the, I almost was going to call them the Beach Boys. <laughs> um, They're going to entertain NKOTB. I'm just calling them NKOTB because at some point that's what they went by and saying new kids on the block a hundred thousand times is <laughs> so yeah it looks like they're gonna have to stay there and be entertained by max is gonna be playing his trumpet tommy's in his little uh plastic push mobile i don't even play mobile maybe that i i don't know what that I don't know what they're called. You know where you put like a kid that's not yet walking into one of those things that they can like move their legs and it pushes them around the room. They got like all these fun little activities like, oh, I can push a button. I can like, you know, push this lever. That kind of thing. I don't know what it is. If any of you do know, give me a heads up. Happy birthday! You guys, I've been listening to your music ever since I was in the room. I didn't have a choice, but I actually liked it. Let's do it, guys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Stop, stop. She's not the birthday girl. I've got a birthday coming up. Keep singing, boys. DJ cracked a crown. Matt had to take her to the dentist. This is her dream come true, once in a lifetime moment, and she's not here? You guys can wait, right? I mean... Um, not really. <laughs> well, it's just 
dental surgery. I mean, how long could that take? Well, depends. Sorry, we gotta go. No, no, you don't. Wait a minute. Stop. Kimmy orders them on the couch. We cut to outside where the limousine is. And the guys are just, they are ready to go. I mean, Max, this is where, again, like season one, he wasn't really playing the best. I mean, is this, Max with his trumpet, is he, he's doing this for school, right? So he would have music lessons, right? But he's just, because it says in subtitles, playing off key. That's going to entertain. And they're all like, oh, DJ, get back here. Come on. But you know that she is going to be out of it. How is she going to enjoy the experience if she's going to be all like, you know, my goodness. I remember after I got mine out when I was 19 and my grandma had driven me and I was sitting in the car and I'm like touching my face and I'm like, what is this cotton? And I pull down the visor mirror and I'm like, keep touching. I was touching the, my bottom lip and it literally felt like I was touching cotton because <laughs> like what? Oh my goodness. Scattered applause at best for Max's uh, trumpet performance. There is a little baby piano over in the corner by the stairs and that statue. That man statue. Remember that uh, episode, um, The Trouble with Danny, where she had to clean the statue? Becky did. Actually, The Trouble with Danny, that is the episode I picked for Bob Saget's birthday episode in May, so. And it seems like Joey's getting the majority of the lines here. He's like, you're right. Old McDonald does sound so much better the fourth time. Oh my gosh, these poor boys. Oh, poor guys. Being held hostage. Not really. <laughs> they're being held against, they're being, they're being, uh, staying put against their will, basically. That painting is freaking me out at any point. And we're looking at Fernando, a close-up of Fernando's painting of himself in his race car outfit with his giant trophy. The other the other new kid's like, and so is the guy next to it. Oh, Ramona came in with some, it looks like tea with like large lemon slices in it. Oh, because Fernando's standing next to his painting with a trophy and a helmet, probably the same ones that he was holding in that picture. Oh, Cosmo! Oh, I miss him. R.I.P. Cosmo. So he stands up, and he's like, that dog and that baby look familiar. That's right, because of the music video that Jimmy made for Stephanie's Boy Next Door song. Yeah, because Joey's like, yeah, hey, Jordan, isn't that the... the video that you sent me and then Stephanie jumps up like yeah you know I sang that song on Wake Up San Francisco USA Wake Up USA last wait a minute why so do they go from Wake Up San uh, Wake Up USA back to Wake Up San Francisco because it feels like that's what they 
they did at some point in this in Fuller House. Because at some point they drop the USA and just go back to wake up San Francisco. I could most likely be wrong, though. I love how Stephanie's just gushing and self-promoting herself. It's it's kind of a big deal. Like, yeah, it's it was pretty cool. So they're like, oh, we got to get a picture. And Jody, <laughs> I mean, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie's like, oh, I would be flattered. Absolutely. No, they want a picture of Cos- with Cosmo and baby Tommy. But yeah, they want Stephanie to take the picture. And Stephanie's like, say, this is what I get for bragging. <laughs> oh, the other new kid, I'm not sure who this one is. Um, he's like, we better go. We got 20,000 people counting on us. They've been there an hour. Kimmy's like, no, 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 no. My best friend is counting on you. Oh, she's saying like one of their songs. She's like, oh, please don't go, boy. But in the the song is what, please don't go, girl. And the only like, the new kids songs that I can think of that I would know or am familiar with a hundred percent are the right stuff. I'll be loving you forever. Hanging Tough, that's the other one I'm familiar with. So while Kimmy is gripping Joey McIntyre's leg, we see that Matt is coming back with DJ. Oh, McDonald does sound so much better the fourth time. <laughs> that painting is freaking me out. <laughs> and so is the guy next to it. <laughs> that dog and that baby look familiar. Are they from that video you sent me, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that that was my song, <laughs> The Boy Next Door. You know, I sang it on Wake Up USA last week. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> wow, we got to get a picture. Yeah. I would be flattered, yeah, absolutely. Great. Horizontal, no flash, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, say, this is what I get for bragging. This is what you get for bragging. <laughs> We better go. We got 20,000 people counting on us. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. My, my best friend is counting on you. Oh, please don't go, boy. So, yeah, Matt comes in the door with DJ. DJ is laughing. They clearly gave her laughing gas or something because she is all like, whoa, yeah. She's not going to remember the meeting new kids on the block just gonna think it was one amazing dream oh she's like my dentist is the bestest he said because it's my birthday i can have two toothbrushes and she's holding them up to steve and matt is like trying to make sure that dj is keeping her balance because she is like oh he's like here matt one for me one for you. she is like really unsteady on her feet and kimmy's like is she drunk and, like, no, better. Heavy pain meds. How, how was she able to walk up those steps? I mean, he must have been guiding her, holding 
her around the way or something. I mean, he could have just easily carried her in. Go put her on the couch or something because she looks like she's going to eventually drop. (laughs) And Stephanie's like, Deej, look, it's new kids on the block. And DJ looks at them like, new kids on the block. It's like, oh, I just, I feel bad. It's like, how could she really say she'd be able to enjoy this moment because she's so, you know, out of it on those pills that they gave her. She's, I feel, oh, she's going to miss out on, like, really enjoying this experience because I don't think she's going to remember it. Imagine if you're meeting, like, your favorite artist or your favorite celebrity you want to be able to give your best you want it to be the best experience ever if if it can be you definitely don't want to be in dj's condition right now she's like we're going tonight <gasps> you guys should come too and they're all kind of like looking at the new kids are looking at each other like what <laughs> one of them's like we're trying <laughs> goes DJ goes over to Joey McIntyre starts touching his face like I like this like oh and he's just standing there taking it because what else is he gonna do <laughs> poor Joey McIntyre <laughs> she's like rubbing all up on his face she's like and I like this and she's running her fingers through his hair meanwhile you have Matt the boyfriend and Steve the ex kind of looking like I mean, you know, Matt's her current boyfriend, so it's like, imagine your significant others meeting their dream fantasy childhood crush and just going gaga over them in front of you. Wouldn't that be like, I don't know if I like this at all. Wow, she is really going to town, like, rubbing just above his chest because he's wearing like a great Joey McIntyre's wearing a gray tank top underneath he's got some really pretty blue eyes they, they're they like almost like a bluish gray I love the audience they're like woo and I'm sure he's like oh, okay okay let's let's yeah stop doing this <laughs> thank you Matt he gets in there pulls DJ away he's like hey maybe we should wrap this up is Stephanie been like this the whole time? She's like, oh, DJ's not going to remember this, so I have to record it. Otherwise, it didn't happen. <laughs> and Kimmy's like, no, 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 not until I sing happy birthday. Please, guys. Joey's like, hey, anybody got an iPad? And it's like, yep, mine's right here. All right, there we go. <laughs> so Joey hits up Donnie Wahlberg, who, like he said, is filming Blue Bloods. What, in New York, I think? Because he's like, hey, Donnie loves to sing happy birthday. So, yep, they're going to bring him in on the iPad. DJ is out like a light on that couch. And they're singing happy birthday. It's like, uh, she's not even listening. To she's, she's she's out. All right. that was <laughs> Donnie's like, that was awesome. All right, and they're all like, all right, let's get out of here. Because you hear DJ snoring. Thank you, Stephanie, for recording it so that we DJ can watch it later. <laughs> oh, the new kids head toward the door, and Max is like, New kids, wait! My mom's broken tooth is all my fault. Can you please come back when she wakes up? Max looks over at DJ and he's like, Man, she snores like a leaf blower. Joey's like, Sorry, little man. Hang tough. <laughs>
Gotta get those song references in there. Joey goes up the stairs and he turns and goes, oh, step by step. Yeah. How many song references now? Please don't go, girl. Hanging tough. Step by step. I swear there was another one. <laughs> DJ's back. She's here. She's here. My dentist is the bestest. He said because it's my birthday, I could have two toothbrushes. Here, Matt, one for me. Is she drunk? No, better. Heavy pain meds. <laughs> Deej, look. It's the new kids on the block. New kids on the block. <laughs> We're going tonight. You guys should come too. We're trying. <laughs> Anybody get an iPad? Yeah, mine's right there. Oh, Donnie loves to sing happy birthday. You got him? Donnie. Joey. Yeah. Okay, her name's DJ. Mm -hmm. Here we go, guys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear DJ. Happy birthday to you. That was awesome. Let's get out of here. She wakes up. Man, she snores like a leaf blower. Sorry, little man. Hang tough. Oh, step by step. We'll be loving you forever. Oh, there you go. We'll be loving you forever. Well, at least you guys still have tickets to the concert tonight. Actually, we don't. The tickets I bought were counterfeit. Oh, DJ's gonna be devastated. Mmm, Joey McIntyre, you're such a good kisser. Whoa. What if the other new kids walk in? Uh, okay, all children, leave the room. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, all the grown-ups, let's pull up a chair. <laughs> So, yeah, the new kids leave, and Matt's like, hey, at least, you know, she's got the concert tonight to look forward to. Kimmy breaks the news. Nah, she really doesn't, because the tickets I got were counterfeit. Steve's like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be so devastated. She's not, like I said, that's what, good thing Stephanie recorded that, because we can all laugh at it later, <laughs> and DJ can have proof that it actually actually happened. As embarrassing as that's gonna be for her to watch. But uh yeah, and then we hear her clearly having a dream about making <laughs> Joey McIntyre and Stephanie's like, okay, little kids, leave the room. Adults, let's pull up a chair. <laughs> So now we're in the kitchen with Kimmy and Stephanie. They're eating the birthday cupcakes. Fernando's still hanging out with his portrait. 
And of course, Fernando tries to make it about him. Like, how could anyone be sad when they own this masterpiece? Uh. So now DJ comes downstairs. Looks like she is back to normal. She's fully rested. She's like, man, I really needed that nap. She's like, I had the weirdest dream that the new kids on the block were here. And one of them was totally coming on to me. Well, you kind of got that a little backwards, DJ. I'm not know. One of them. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Stephanie's like, uh, Deej, you might want to sit down for this as Steph pulls out her phone. You need to see this. <laughs> the video starts just as DJ is rubbing up on Joey McIntyre's face. Like, oh, I like this. And then running her fingers through his hair, rubbing his chest. It's like, okay. <laughs> McIntyre's <laughs> eyes, he looks so uncomfortable. Like, Ugh. DJ pauses the video, looks at Kim uh, and Stephanie's like, what? And Kimmy is like, wait, wait, they were really here? DJ's like, and, and I, I, I rubbed Joey McIntyre's chest? And, and Kimmy and Stephanie are like, yes. And DJ asks, was he into it? Well, Deej, you saw the video. I've never seen anyone look so uncomfortable be by being touched by another human being. And me and Stephanie are like, uh, no. So DJ asks, I'm like, what were the new kids on the block doing in my house? I wish Jenny sauce, but anyway. And Kimmy tells her, well, we brought them here to cheer you up. And hopefully they uh, bring out the confession about the fact that the tickets Kimmy got were counterfeit. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Kimmy says that because the tickets we bought. Wait, I mean, like, if I were Stephanie, like, wait a minute. I did not buy those tickets. That was all you. Unless Stephanie did give some money to Kimmy to help pay for the tickets. Oh, this is sad. DJ, so we're not going to the concert? And Stephanie's like, no, we're really sorry. DJ says, it's okay. I was going to skip this birthday. Any oh my gosh, you know what I just thought? Is this her first birthday that she's had since her husband passed? Oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. I can't even imagine. In heaven, my, my first birthday after my dad passed away in 2019 was really, really rough on me because he always would call me on my birthday. In fact, I still have the messages. I believe I have, I played them on the podcast when I covered Kimmy, DJ, and Ramona's birthdays uh, in August of, I think it was 2019, yeah. DJ gets up from the table, walks over to Fernando as he's eating a cupcake and asks, are there any cupcakes left? And he slowly chews. And it almost looks like he's got his hand caught in a cookie jar. <laughs> Clearly that was the last cookie, I guess. And he says, I just ate the last one. DJ looks like she's about ready to burst into tears here. Steve comes in, he's like, ladies, I'm going to make all three of you scream with pleasure. I love the look. <laughs> Kimmy's got this like weird, weirded out look. Stephanie's got her arms folded like, oh, Give me a break. And DJ's looking like she's about to say thanks, Steve, but I'm uh, going through enough right now. <laughs> thanks for trying to help. <laughs> Steph, she's like, I'd love to see you try. <laughs> he tells them, you are all going to the New Kids on the Block concert tonight. 
And I'd be like, how is that going to happen? Oh, maybe he's got connections because he's a podiatrist? Maybe? I don't know. So, oh, yeah, they're all like, wait, what? What? And he's like, Matt scored three front row tickets. How? 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 Tell me. I want to know. How? They're all three women are jumping up and down excited. Well, but then again, come on. I mean, of course. So Matt comes in the door and he's like, hey, Steve, I got your text, man. What's up? And all three girls are screaming and like, oh, Matt, thank you. They all hug him. He looks at them confused like, uh, you're welcome? <laughs> oh, what? Steve! Okay, something's up. Because Matt is confused. Like, how did... DJ's like, how did you do it? He's like, do what? So Steve's like, oh, Matt, don't be so modest. Matt pulled some strings because he knows the guy at the arena and sent the, me to go get the tickets. <laughs> Saying how Matt's a hero. Uh, this is going to fall flat on its face in a second because something's up. He says, why didn't you tell us earlier? And Matt is still trying to paint some, like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> He's like trying to go with it. Just go with it. And Steve is like, well, because he wasn't sure if it was going to work out and he didn't want to get your hopes up. And DJ's like, oh, is that true? It's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> DJ kisses Matt and says, Matt, you saved my birthday. Oh... So DJ's like, all right, girls, let's go get dressed. Dream boards really do come true. He's like, Ryan Gosling, you're next. <laughs> okay, so turns out Steve was doing Matt a solid because it was sound so much. Oh, because of the whole pillow person thing. It's like, pro Steve's probably like, well, it kind of snowballed that, you know, Matt's gift over mine. So he's doing Matt a solid here by saying that Matt got the ticket. Okay. Yeah, it turns out. Steve got the tickets. One of the guy that runs the arena is a patient of Steve's. All right, well that's sweet. That's awesome. Apparently the guy owed Steve a big favor because Steve uh, took care of something that's disgusting. I'm not even gonna mention it, but you'll hear it in the clip. Poor DJ. His birthday was a complete disaster. How could anyone be sad when they own this masterpiece? <laughs> Man, I really needed that nap. I just had the weirdest dream. The new kids on the block were here, and one of them was totally coming on to me. Yes, no, 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 no. Sit down. <laughs> you need to see this. we bought were counterfeit. So we're not going to the concert? No. We're really sorry. It's okay. I was gonna skip this birthday anyway. Any cupcakes left? I just ate the last one. 
Ladies, I'm gonna make all three of you scream with pleasure. <laughs> I'd love to see you try. You are all going to the New Kids on the Block concert tonight! Wait, what? What? What, what? what are you talking about? Matt scored three front row tickets! <gasps> Steve, I got your text. What's going on, man? Uh, you're welcome. How did you do it? Do what? Oh, don't be so modest, buddy. Matt knows the guy that runs the arena. He pulled some strings and sent me to get the tickets. This guy's a hero! Why didn't you tell us earlier? I don't know. Because he wasn't sure if it was going to work out, and he didn't want to get your hopes up. Oh, is that true? I don't know. <laughs> Matt, you saved my birthday. Oh. Oh, come on, girls, let's go get dressed. Dream boards really do come true. Ryan Gosling, you're next. <laughs> Thank you, but I'm totally lost, man. Okay, so the guy that runs the arena is a patient of mine, and he owed me a big favor. I cleared up a wicked case of toe fungus. <laughs> but why? Oh, because if left untreated, you could lose the nail. <laughs> why did you give me credit? All right, well, look, DJ loved my birthday gift. She did. <gasps> I mean, I crushed it. <laughs> it's true. She was in actual tears. <laughs> I was there, Steve. Yeah, really. Look, I felt really bad when your tennis rackets didn't score big like my pillow person. You're an awesome guy, all right? Just want to make sure DJ thinks so, too. No, you're the awesome guy. <laughs> Should we hug? Probably. Oh. Aww. Should we stop? Your hug, your decision. <laughs> so, Steve explains that he was kind of helping Matt out since Steve's pillow person went over a lot better, like for you know the birthday gift for DJ than Matt's tennis racket idea. And it's like basically he kind of owed him. He felt like, yeah. And they hug, and it's just, it's sweet. So them trying to navigate their relationship, even though, you know, one of them is in a relationship with, with DJ. So. All right, now we're going to the concert. Hey, there's that stoner chick. <laughs> oh, hey, San Fran, there's a, a special girl in the audience who's having a really rough birthday, but we're going to fix all that. DJ, come on up here. Aww. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. There, there were stairs right there, but that was fun to watch. <laughs> oh, oh, this is this is a dream come true. I don't I don't know what to do. All I ask is stay away from my chest. Yeah. We're gonna sing something especially for you. And try to stay awake this time, okay? Yeah. <laughs>
We usually decide who comes up on stage, but yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and since Don is not here, I'll sing his parts. <laughs> Simply, let's go. Oh, this is so cool. DJ and Kimmy get up on stage. I gotta say, I think that Kimmy is gonna win the best outfit of the episode for her new kids on the block skirt. It's just beautiful. She's got a nice teal cardigan that goes with some of the colors, the new kids on the block. There's a fuchsia pink. We got yellow, sunshine yellow, and then kind of a light blue sky bluish tealish color just i love it it just it goes really really good <laughs> Kimmy actually starts fighting over the mic but then again like i said andrea is such a big you know blockhead as they refer to you know big fans on nkotv i remember getting the free willy soundtrack and then looking at that like who's nkotb i didn't know that was the abbreviated version for new kids on the block because there are a couple of those songs in the movie there weren't anything that i recognized can you facetime us man you girls are pushy <laughs> oh the kids are getting yes How much fun they're having. You know, maybe getting old won't be that bad. Not if you look like this. <laughs> oh, Fernando, again, all the best with painting. So, yeah, it's so fun that <laughs> DJ has one of the new kids FaceTime so that way the family at home can enjoy, you know, see DJ Stephanie and Kimmy on stage with the new kids on the block. I mean, wow. Alright, so I'm going to ask you all a question. What one did you like better? Beach Boy Bingo or this one? Like, if you had to do your celebrity band appearance. Like, what one was the better on stage one? The one with the Beach Boys or this one here? I mean, I like this one, but I loved Beach Boy Bingo from season two. I thought that was wild. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. They're trying to drag her off stage, Kimmy. Security. Security. <laughs> all right. So that was the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. So yeah, best outfit definitely hands down, Kimmy. With her new kids on the block skirt. Thought it was cute. I loved the teal cardigan she put with it. Um, Joey McIntyre, best dressed out of all the guys. I loved his jean jacket. His gray tank underneath. Just very, very, very nice. As far as for worst dressed, I don't really have one this time around. Tanner Teachable moment for this episode. Uh, when you are looking for tickets, go to reputable sites. Don't go to some man who runs an uh, office out of a gas station bathroom like Kimmy did. <laughs> Just be careful. Go to legitimate ticket selling sites. 
You don't want to get ripped off. You're going to a concert supposed to be a fun moment. I usually always went to the regular ticket selling sites when I went and saw Josh Groban three different times. Actually, the last time Jeremy went with me. And the opening act was like, I think it was like a trumpet. And we were not too far away from this giant speaker. And it just felt like the opening act went on too, too long. That's like when you're that close to a speaker, it's just like my ears, my ears. But yeah, overall, it was a good concert. And we both enjoyed it. I just, I wanted to be able to share that moment. And I didn't want to drive downtown Grand Rapids. I did it like once by myself well like for Josh Grove but then also yeah that was the time that I ended it was dark out I was on the expressway I ended up going through Holland at like 11 I didn't get home till like 1 in the morning because I was going through Holland and Grand Haven during uh, the week of the Coast Guard Festival so it was busy even at like 11.30 at night Police were directing traffic. It was a nightmare. I was tired. I want to get home. Oh my goodness. But overall, it was a good time. Uh, my meet and greet with Hanson was so wild. I won a meet and greet the second time I saw them in concert in Grand Rapids. And it was so cool. It's like you went and there was like two separate groups. Me and like four other girls. And I still have the picture that was taken. And when the security person grabbed like all right it's time to go and it's almost like that feeling like you're on a roller coaster and you're going up and you're about ready to down that first hill and it's just like and i brought my poster the all three of them you know taylor isaac and zach all signed it i got to you know talk for them with them for a second it was really it was awesome we got you know front row you know it's basically just a standing venue area but it was just it was cool i just it was a fun time but yeah if you if if you're meeting a music someone that you admire and stuff just just play it cool be yourself i mean i know we all get a little nervous but don't uh, and dj's <laughs> she was you know on those painkiller stuff for her her tooth and everything so i mean if she'd uh, not been on that would have been fine I, 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 I was just, Kimmy and Steph went way out of their way to make sure that DJ had a great birthday. Um, I did look online on eBay to see, like, hey, can I find that pillow person that DJ had? They are a couple on there. They're going for very high, but the condition of them, they're just really kind of gaudy and gross. It's amazing the price that people put on things on eBay. It's just, it's astronomically ridiculous I was looking at pictures of like the pillow person and actually I looked up that commercial I believe I showed it on the Full House Fuller House Facebook page and that pillow person that DJ had in Full House is called the Window Rattler R-A-T-T-L-E-R and I'm just like that is just woo. <laughs> I don't like that. Window Rattler just sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah, there's an, another pillow person. It was like a door. It was like brown. It was like, I don't know what the title of it was. But 
yeah i just i hope you all enjoyed this this is for you know candace cameron's birthday also a podcast listener of mine of this podcast shamim dana his birthday is coming up in late may and this when he messaged me over a year ago around this time he said that this and beach boy bingo were his favorite two episodes so i decided yes i'm gonna do this one in honor of his birthday, even though like, his birthday's not till next month. So, happy early birthday, Shamim. I hope you have a great, great birthday this year. Quick little update on the home front right now. With the way things are going, we did find out, because we've been in the hotel now a month, we could possibly be here another one to two months with them working on the apartment and just waiting to get stuff tested from the lab it just depends on how bad what so many people were affected by the storm and it just it's going to take a little time I just I keep praying every night I just I want to honestly be out here before Memorial Day that's that's what I'm praying just I want to get back to some sense of normalcy um I have been really going through a serious depression just in the last few weeks. I suffered with this in high school and I just didn't know it was going to come back like this with a vengeance. I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, get out and, you know, starting to get nice on and trying, you know, go, I went for a walk yesterday. The library opened up, so I went to the library, checked out some books and everything. It's just, I, I really want things to get back to some normalcy. And I think once we get back to the apartment, I think that this feeling of sadness and crying all the time is hopefully going to just be gone just, you know, by me being in the apartment. We'll see. It's just, I've never felt like this in a very long time. Certainly not in all the years that I was with Jeremy. I mean, no. This was mainly, you know, day in, day out of high school, always feeling sad and depressed and wondering, like, what is out there for me? What is my future going to be like? I worried about that a lot in high school, but um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. So, also, the job thing isn't working out right now, which isn't a big deal. Um, it's just gotten a little harder with us being in the hotel for me to kind of drive out there. So at least that will leave more time to do some podcasting. So the way I see it right now, because I got my Full House box set, so I'm going to go back to that. I am going to try to start getting to the new Punky reboot. I also plan to do a podcast episode on the new Wonder Years reboot, just um Going over all the information we know about the new show and all that fun stuff. Um, different strokes. I'm going to hold off on that until we get back to the apartment. Maybe around summer. As far as the movies, this month in April, on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years page, I will be covering The Phantom of the Opera. That is a listener birthday requested episode. But after that, I'm not going to be accepting any more um requested episodes or requested movies and stuff just I'm trying to stick to a main schedule here and kind of get things back on track so mainly yeah it's going to be full house episodes 
a couple Fuller House ones for Mother's Day. College tours. I think I'm going to do that for Mother's Day. Uh, Bob Saget's birthday is coming up in May. And then June, I, I have a bunch of different types of series of episodes I want to do. One in particular, I haven't thought of the title yet, but it has to do with dream sequences. Those better not be the days from season three. My left and right foot from season eight and the test from season seven. I thought, I remember those, those are dream sequences that take up a good portion of the episode. It feels like, yeah, I, I want to cover those. <laughs> and I just, I thought it would be like, those are like the weird, like what? But <laughs> I just thought that would be fun. So I might, um, I think I might save that for June. Of course, we have the Olsen twins have a birthday, so I'm just going to do one Full House episode for them. Thinking I'm going to do Wrong Way Tanner for the Olsen twins' birthday. And I'm still covering small season two, Small Wonder, once an episode a month as well. So I hope you all have a wonderful week this week and get some more warmer weather. I want to get back in that pool. <laughs> I was going to do that yesterday. If I put my foot in the water, I'm like, no, it's too cold. <laughs> I think it's like the wind chill. It was like 17 miles per hour wind yesterday. I think that affects the temperature of the pool or something. But um, And this is just me kind of rambling, guys. So, yeah, that's kind of what's on the agenda for for the month of April. As far as the movies I plan to cover... Um, because I didn't really bring much with me, and the things I kind of had planned are starting to fall through. But a couple movies I do have on Disney Plus that I and I wanted to cover. I think it's gonna be like spring, summer of animal movies. So I think we're gonna do Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, and Homeward Bound, Lost in San Francisco. So I think I'm gonna shoot for those ones. For the summer. Alright, again, if you haven't yet, you're enjoying the podcast, please jump on iTunes, Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, Full House, Fuller House podcast, leave a review. All five star reviews get the podcast more noticed by other Full House fans like yourselves. So if you want to have an opinion on a Full House or Fuller House episode that I'm going to be doing, you can leave a message in the Facebook page, on the Facebook page, you can send me an email at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. So, all right, everyone have a blessed week and I will be back later. Bye-bye.